I think we're ready to roll. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm good. Let's do this. Awesome, dude. By the way, I'm not wearing any pants right now, Garrett. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> That is right. Ladies and gentlemen, it's another episode of Nebraska Beer 30. As always, I continue to be Grady McGuire, your host. I have a very special guest today, our sponsor, actually, Mr. Garrett Elting. What's going on, dude? What's up, dude? Doing pretty good. Good. It's good to see you. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see that Garrett is actually in his shop right now. The Steel Pig himself yes. is in the shop. Hey, in the house. Indeed. Garrett, before we get into it, man, um, I do have a couple quick things to cover. First off, if you're watching on YouTube or listening on your podcast app, hit subscribe for us. That would be awesome. It shows you are supporting the podcast. You can also support the show via Patreon at patreon.com slash nebeer30. That's the letters nebeer30. Um, also, I wanted to make this quick note. A buddy of mine sent me an article from brewbound.com, and the title of the article stated, 56% of craft brewers say that if this quarantine, these lockdowns last for another three months, they will be forced to close. With all the uncertainty that's going on right now, Garrett, I'm sure with your small business, you're, you're feeling the pinch a little bit. Yeah, definitely. With with all this uncertainty, ladies and gentlemen, please make sure you are supporting your local breweries. Um, shout out to Mr. Will Hertzler, a buddy of mine who sent me that. Good news is, Garrett, <clears throat> that Nebraskans ranked number two in the amount of takeout ordered in the United States. Wow. So that means we're fat, <laughs> but <laughs> we support local. So that's awesome. I, I ha- People are staying inside then, too. Exactly. Yeah, people are staying inside, following the rules. I, I would, I would think that that takeout sort of rolls over to the beer sit, uh, takeout side of things. So I, I know I've I've spoken to a couple brewers who said that people um, are still supporting local breweries, you know, buying beer to go, things like that. So everyone, thank you for doing that, um, Garrett. I swear we're going to get to this episode. <laughs> I've got <laughs> I've got one more quick thing to do. On the last episode of Nebraska Beer 30, I got a voicemail from our buddy Alan, who was on the show, Alan the Wanderluster. He wanted me to chug a beer. I didn't do it last episode, so I'm going to do it here. Garrett, I'm going to chug a beer. If if you have two around you and want to chug one right now, you can do it with me. Just open this, so I might as well. All right, deal. <laughs> so, guys, I'm going to chug uh, Weldworks Brewing, Starry Night. Um, it is a milk sugar hazelnut hazelnut coconut um, milk stout. This was given to the show by Renegade James Musman. Shout out to Renegade James. Um, I'm chugging a stout, Garrett. Have you yeah. ever chugged a stout? Uh, Guinness, but that's <laughs> about it. Are you are you an Irish car bomb guy? Not really an Irish car bomb guy. I like a, a nice snake bite every now and then. There you go. Black and tans. Black and tans. 
Um, you know, I could see I could see a snake bite going down pretty easy, chugging one of those bad boys. It, it goes down quick. Really <laughs> For sure. All righty. I also want to dedicate this beer, this chug. Oh, am I going to get it all? I want to dedicate this chug to all the trash pandas in the dumpster fire. Garrett, you might not know what that means. No. But they know what it means. That's okay. fair. I'm going to get most of this in here. Garrett, are you ready? Let's do it. I shouldn't Cheers. have wore a white Cheers shirt. The... Cheers. Cheers. To Steel Pig in the podcast. Yes, yes. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. That's cold. That's very cold. Garrett, did that warm you up? Good. Are you ready to podcast? Let's do it. Let's podcast. The whole rest of the episode is just going to be us throwing up and burping. Yeah, right? Oh. No, I such a man. Holy cow. Oh, that was a struggle. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen. Like I mentioned before, Mr. Garrett Elting is here. Garrett, you look good. Thank you. You look like quarantine's treating you well. Yeah. Need a How- haircut. <laughs> is is the wife a haircutter? No, no. Oh gosh. Have you have you thought about doing the quarantine shave? Just getting rid of it? I thought about it. I did that too many times in the Marine Corps. I don't want to give my hair up. <laughs> You're right. Once you're out, you can you can let it grow and let it be free. Yeah, exactly. Um, it stunk for me, Garrett, because right when I got out of the Marine Corps, I started losing my hair. Oh shit! <laughs> so it was almost like I got out of the Marine Corps, but the the core still had a hold on me. It, yeah. it still wanted to to cut my hair. <laughs> um, what's quarantine been like for you, Garrett? Yeah. Uh, it has been rather home centered. Mm-hmm. Um. My wife's working from home. She works um, for the government, so she's working from home, and the daycare and schools are out, so I have been Mr. Mr. De- Mr. Mom for the last uh, three, four weeks now. Now, um, Garrett, what's that been like, balancing uh, being Mr. Mom but having to work at the same time? What's that been like? Well, I haven't gone back to work since the injury. Okay. I didn't go back to the... Security, my security job. Um, gotcha. I, I don't know if I will, uh, you know, when mm-hmm. it comes down to it. Okay. Um, still kind of recovering from the injury a little bit, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm enjoying being home with the kids and uh, being able to work on knives whenever I get a chance. Awesome. Um, Garrett, I want to get into that injury here in just a bit. Let's, let's leave the people in suspense. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a hell yeah. Garrett, I... <laughs> Need another beer to drink. Um, So this beer, dig this, Garrett. This beer is being opened by our sponsor, Steel Pig Forge. Check (laughs) out steelpigforge.com for custom hand-forged knives and cutlery. You can also check out episode 18, uh, which was the episode that Garrett was first on when we talked about his appearance on Forged in Fire. I got it all down, man. Dude, you got it. That's awesome. That sounds great. <laughs> I'm, so I'm ready to roll. <laughs> I am ready to roll. This beer is Empyrean's Good Life Lager. Oh, um, so good. So good. 
Yeah, it's a it's a great beer, man. Empyrean does not disappoint. Uh, this light beer is going to be really nice after chugging a chugging chugging stout. Chugging a milk stout. <laughs> yeah, man. So you're Mr. Mom. Mr. Mom. Mr. Mom. You um. So w- what has business been like ever since people have gone into quarantine? It's been uh, really slow. Um, uh-huh. Talked to a couple of folks that have ordered knives, but you know, with the the hit the economy kind of took there for a little while, people are holding back their money a little bit, you know, a little bit uh, tighter pocketbook. So I can understand why custom knives are on the the top of the uh, grocery list. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> I I had a feeling I, I was going to ask you about how sales have been. I had a feeling it would it would slow down, um, like you said, with the economy being the the way it is. Everyone, you know, a lot of people being laid off, filing for unemployment. Yeah, uh, people aren't really buying much besides groceries and and things they need. Exactly right. I tell you what, though, Garrett, people are still buying beer. <laughs> What's well, a necessity? It is. <laughs> it is. It's definitely essential. Yes. Garrett, are you um, are you fearful at all right now for your your business? Um, I what, think we'll the future be fine. Like, like, it's looking mm-hmm. it's looking good. Uh, once good. I can get back in the shop and um, you know get to work on knives like I need to, um, mm-hmm. things will really start to look up. Uh, we were lucky enough to have a a bit of a savings so after the after the injury that we'll talk about later. I uh, <laughs> suspense. Uh, been living, you know, we've been doing that thing and, and mm-hmm. get eyes whenever I get a chance to. Yeah. Good. Good, good. It's always scary. I, I, so I work with a bunch of local businesses, you know, in, in beer sales, you work with a lot of bars and in Lincoln, I, I work with the most bars because I, I, my route is downtown selling beer to people in bars downtown. And, uh, it is scary to think about them struggling a little bit. Yeah. Um, luckily, though, I mean, the government's trying to help. I, I've heard about the small business loans, things like that. Yep. Is, is that something that, that you've looked into at all, Garrett? Um, a little bit. Um, uh-huh. We're really... We're really if you don't mind me forward- asking, I should yeah, say. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> we're, we're really looking forward to building a shop um, yeah, just north of Raymond on some property that I own. Um, and that's mm-hmm. kind of the direction that we're going. So um, I've been looking into it. We'll see what uh, what comes of it. But in, in the end game, it would be building a shop out there so I can teach lessons, sorts of yeah. that sort of thing. Awesome. Um, speaking of building a shop, Garrett, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see that Garrett is in a shop right now. What's what's going on with everything behind you, Garrett? Can you describe what's <laughs> what that all is? So uh, that's that's my wood that I use for for knife handles. Hey, yeah, sorry. I'll try and keep it PG. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. That's that's the kind of that's the stuff that I use on my knives. So uh, okay, yeah. we uh, we have so many different species. I bet we have forty or fifty different species of wood. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of it we dye different colors. Some of it we leave natural. But everything's got its its place for a knife. That's for sure. I hear you. Now, with with those types of woods, are you combining some woods, or are, some woods. are some? Okay. 
Yeah, sometimes I'll uh, combine a couple different colors, and it, it'll make it look real nice in a, in a handle. And and it does, man. If if you haven't checked out <clears throat> our sponsor, SteelPigForge.com, <laughs> <laughs> um, go check out some of their knives, man. It is You guys are wizards over there. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man. Has So, Garrett, you started Steel Pig Forge with your father. Yep. Has your father spent any time in the shop working away, or has, has he, he sort of stayed away? He gets uh, a lot more time than I do. Our main shop is is their garage, so my parents' garage. Gotcha. Uh, so whenever he's not at work or he gets a chance on the weekends, we kind of get together, and he'll send me pictures of different things he's working on. And I see. You know, we'll still collaborating on knives that we're getting done. So I gotcha, dude. I'm looking at that scar on your forearm. That is so. <laughs> that's so gnarly, and. Oh, look at that. You got to check out YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. YouTube.com slash Nebraska Beer 30. Um, that's gnarly, dude. Uh, we will get to that, I swear. <laughs> Garrett, we're, we're doing a really good job on being suspenseful. Yeah, I'm trying. I think it's it's good. I think it's working. Good. I think people yeah. are still listening to the episode. I think so, too. They just think need it- to know about how bad this injury was. Yep. <laughs> how bad? <laughs> how you almost lost the entire left side of your body? Yeah, it was almost it was almost gone in a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> Being a Mister Mom, I want to I want to dive into that a little bit more, man, because I know there's a lot of people who are going through the same thing. Yeah. Um. How old are you, kids? Are you Are you homeschooling right now? Yeah, we've got one kindergartner. He's six. Uh, we've got a okay. three year old girl and then a four month old. Gotcha. Oh my gosh. So yeah, it's, uh, got my hands full and (laughs) and going from the, you know, somebody that I've always worked, you know, I, I've been the, Mm. you know, somebody bringing the person bringing home the bread since we, you know, moved back to Nebraska. So, um, it's different now that my wife's working and I'm at home with the kids, you know, I, I never really got that long term, exposure to kids like that you know it's been uh it's been eye-opening <laughs> sure. to, uh, to, to say the least <laughs> i've been sure. uh, you know more appreciative of my my wife stayed home with the kids for the first gosh almost five years since we moved back to nebraska yeah so i uh, i can definitely understand what she went through it makes way more sense now yep <laughs> <laughs> Have but uh, have you had to, um, oh, what's what? What's the word I'm looking for? I feel like, so my wife and I, we don't have any kids, but, um, I would almost feel like I would have a, a short fuse for kids misbehaving, things like that. Yeah, it's like a constant thing, man. <laughs> I'm sure. Do you do you find it easy to to kind of reel yourself back in and calm yourself down if if you're getting hot headed at your kids? It- yeah, yeah, it's it's nice to be able to you know just go walk outside or something and grab. I uh, you know the the two older ones can almost take care of themselves for the most part. They uh, oh, that's good. You know if they're if they're getting into an argument, I'll be the referee every now and then. But it's nice to be able to just have some time with the the youngest one. That was that's been a real fantastic portion yeah. of the thing. She's is is it a is it a girl? I'm sorry. Yeah, the youngest, Vera. Vera um, is Vera a handful? 
she's a really good baby. She oh good she sleeps well, naps well, and eats well. She's she's a pretty good baby. Awesome. And what's it like homeschooling a four month old? Well, <laughs> 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 Not nearly Sorry. as difficult as homeschooling a six-year-old. Oh, I'm sure. Garrett, I apologize for that terrible joke, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Garrett, are are your kids at all interested in in what you do with Steel Pig? Definitely. Definitely. My oldest, when you ask him what he wants to be when he grows up, either he wants to be a spy or he wants to be a knife maker. Well, why why not both, dude? Well, you know what? I told him, hey, you can do a lot. So maybe try for one and do the other, whatever. There you go. Yep. You can always have a, a fallback. Exactly. Try for the spy, and then you can always go make knives with your dad. Yep. Heck yeah. Garrett, how's that Miller Lite treating you, by the way? It's delicious. Killed. <laughs> Delicioso. Mm-hmm. Garrett, we had a voicemail come in on the Nebraska Beer 30 hotline, which, by the way, if you'd like to call the Nebraska Beer 30 hotline, it is 402-370-9900. Yeah, yeah. Give us a call. Let us know how you're doing during quarantine. What beers are you drinking? How are you faring? How are you getting along, baby? So we had a voicemail come mm-hmm. through, Garrett. Mm-hmm. This voicemail is from a listener, Craig Booger? Bo- Booker? Craig I don't know how to say your last name, and I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) He says it himself here in a second. Um, But he called in and left this voicemail for us, Garrett. Hi, Grady. This is Craig Booker, longtime listener, first-time caller. You may know me from the band All Knowing Guild, as two of my bandmates are also in your band, The Sedmantics. It's true. That would be your brother, Will, on guitar, and your drummer, Nick. Some weeks back, you talked about being a professional whistler, and I just wasn't hearing it. Uh, Keep practicing, though. I'm sure you'll find something you're good at. Now, Charlie Crockett, there is a good whistler. But what I really would like to know is if your house was on fire and you have enough time to grab five things, what would you grab? Thanks, and I'll listen Mm. off air. Ooh. Well, first off, Craig, thank you for leaving the voicemail. Second off... I am the best damn whistler anyone's <laughs> ever heard, period. Garrett, I don't know if, if you heard, uh, there was an episode a while back where I told people that my, my grandfather once told me, I was like, I was really young, I was six or seven, and I was whistling, and my grandpa looked down at me and said, you're a really good whistler, you could be a professional whistler when you grew up. So for, for months, I was like, that's what I'm going to do. Be a you know, it was whistler. Be a professional whistler. And I, I can whistle with the best of them right now. Now, I don't like to do it unless I'm being paid, so I won't do it now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah but, <laughs> Craig, you can go to hell, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Craig, thanks for the voicemail. So, Garrett, your house is on fire. You can only grab five things. Oof. What are you grabbing on your way out? All right. Probably have to grab the wife. And That's three one. kids. <laughs> That's four. I'll grab the dog. There you go. Good Sorry, on cats. you. They're staying here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how many uh how many cats do you have, Garrett? We've got two cats. 
Nice. Me, uh, me as well. We have two cats and a dog. Two cats and a dog. Yep. Two cats We've and got a dog. Two cats, two cats and a dog. Five chickens. Uh, what? Um, three rabbits that are that we well, that we have, and then our rabbits actually ended up having babies not too long ago. We've got nine little baby rabbits too. Oh my gosh! Like rabbits do, they're making babies. It was crazy. Nuts. Holy cow! <laughs> so, so if the house is on fire, you'd have to give up the chickens and the rabbits. The chickens, the rabbits, and the cats. Sorry, but you know what you you know what you could do, Garrett. You maybe you wouldn't have to grab those things. You could just let them out of their just cages open the or, doors, right? Yeah, exactly. Open the doors, Craig. We found a loophole. Yeah. Um, if I had to grab five things, Garrett, uh, while my house was ablaze, I probably should I should I grab my wife? Is that the smart thing to do? You know, I would probably snag her because I mean she could hold the cats outside. You're right. You're right. I'd grab my wife. I'd grab my dog. I'd grab one cat. The one you like, of course. Yeah, yeah, the one who's who's the best. <laughs> I would grab, and then I would grab my Steel Pig Forge bottle opener. Steel Pig Forge eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one last thing. What could I grab? You couldn't grab anything frozen because it would, like a popsicle would just be a stick on your way out. That wouldn't make any sense. Um, mm. I, I, you know, I might, I might grab a, a hat. Yeah. A hat. A hat. So, okay. Just to, just to Mark. keep my head warm. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Craig, there are five things that we would grab out of our house. In, if there was a fire going on. All right, Garrett, are you ready to talk about the incident? Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. So, uh, Garrett, back in... January. What In January. Uh, you know what? I'll just let you tell the story. What yeah, happened? so uh, January this year, January 6th to be precise, I, um, I was in the garage here. Actually, um, and I've got a bandsaw that I use to cut up the, all the, the wood and the stuff behind me. Okay. And uh, I just got done changing the blade on the bandsaw, and I flipped it on just to make sure it was running correctly. And one of the bearings on the opposite side of the machine started to squeal. So I leaned over, and when I leaned over, the bandsaw blade snagged my, uh, my shirt that I was wearing and just oh. pulled my arm straight in. Oh my gosh! Yeah, um, uh, Garrett. For someone who doesn't know what a bandsaw is, how how would you describe how a bandsaw works and what you use it for? So I would describe it as it's got basically it's two wheels and the blade actually runs on the wheels. It's a very yeah. thin blade. Mm -hmm. uh, so use it to make you know, thin pieces of wood mm -hmm. from a bigger piece of wood, basically. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's see here. So um, basically, yeah, go ahead. It's almost like um, if you were to hold, because <clears throat> the blade the blade runs straight up and yeah, it runs up, up and, and down. down. Yeah. Yep. So you can only push. You normally push the wood through it. Well, my arm got stuck on the side that you don't normally cut on. It's the side that should have had 
a guard over it. Okay. Had I put the guard on, I was being careless. Done it a thousand times, flip it on, (laughs) trying to find, then I put the the covers back on. Yeah. And it so happens that one time, man, it just snagged my arm, pulled it in, and cut from the top of my forearm all the way down to the bottom, all the way through to the bone. Oh, my gosh. Garrett, with... With a prof- with a profession like yours, you know a lot of a lot of shop teachers. You remember shop teachers in middle school and and high school. <laughs> a lot of shop teachers were you know were oh, missing got, fingers. Got those fingers like that, yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, you know, had beat up forearms, things like that. Did you were you anticipating some kind of shop injury over your your career? I knew that it would happen. It's just yeah. statistically probable that. I would have a shop accident at some point, something severe. I hadn't had one, you know, it's been five and a half years, almost six years since we, you know, started making knives. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was, it was bound to happen. Yep. So I, exactly. it was, it was one of those things. It's an eye opener, you know, get back to thinking about safety a little bit more than, than other stuff. So. Exactly. You had to, uh, I'm sure you had to change the sh- the shop sign. What's that s- sign always say in shops? Uh, yeah. Z- uh, zero days? days. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How many days without an accident? Yep. Had to go to zero. Yeah, went oh back gosh. to zero. Yep. Man, so Garrett, you you lean over, you you slice up the forearm. Yep. What what are your what are your thoughts immediately? So it kind of like kind of got caught and got pulled up and I pulled my arm out and when I used my other hand to to grab it, my hand kind of went inside of my arm. Like I felt it go down. I was like, ah, this is bad. Yeah. Uh, So at that point I just kind of like stopped all blood flow to my forearm and everything. I just pinched my elbow basically. Mm -hmm. I went inside and, and my wife was home with uh, all three of the kids or no, two of the kids. Maverick and the littlest. And um, so I was telling her, we got to go to the hospital. She said, why, why? And I said, because I cut myself with the bandsaw. She said, let me see. And I said, nope, we'll just wait. <laughs> good good thinking. She's like, good she's like okay, okay. Had, so, had, had you looked down to see? I hadn't seen it, no. It was okay. still inside my sleeve. There was yeah. just cut through the sleeve. So I hadn't seen it actually yet. Yeah. Oh so we uh, we get out front, and I'm waiting for her to get the kids, you know, dressed and everything. And I'm sitting out front waiting. And I and by the time she gets the kids out, it, it took thirty seconds. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? Just call nine one one. There's there's a fire station three blocks away. They'll snag me, and we'll go. We'll just go to the hospital. So uh-huh. we ended up doing that, calling nine one one and everything. And uh, <laughs> so they show up. It it took them like three minutes to get there. Something yeah, story. yeah. I'm sure my wife will tell the story differently. Where I was like, "Where are they at? They're three blocks away. <laughs> Could have been there by now." You know? Yeah, I'm sure there were some some cuss words going on as well too. There was some a, cursing. There was a couple couple words. Uh, but uh, so the, those guys get there and and they're you know start look me over and everything, ask me questions, and I and I tell them you know, hey, I'm you know kind of starting to feel lightheaded. I I think you know kind of gonna pass out, and they're like, oh yeah, you're probably just bad with blood. I was like, nah, mm-hmm. I'm not bad with blood. They're like, oh, yeah, you probably are. <laughs> like, it, you know, I've bad. dealt with a lot of blood before. It's not a bad thing. I, you know, I'm not bad. Yep. They're like, well, maybe you're just bad with your own blood. 
I was like, okay, whatever. So I'm starting to like not feel good. And they're like, okay, so if you're not going to feel good, we're going to put pressure on it for you. So Uh they're like, this guy's got one four by four square of gauze in his hand. And he says, you move your hand. I'll put mine there on the count of three. One, two, three. I move my hand and there's four paramedics standing there and they all go, oh, Oh, I, no. And then, <laughs> not a good sign. And then the paramedic grabbed my hand and put it back on there. And he's like, I need more gauze. And I, and they're like, oh. <laughs> like, how big do you think it is? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Maybe like maybe like an inch or two long and like a half an inch deep. And they're like, uh, it's a bit more than that. Yeah. Then we did the same thing again. He had a lot more gauze in his hand. And I finally got to get a look at it. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's deep oh. and bad. Oh, so, dude. They had me on the gurney. We we went to the hospital. And I got some pretty gnarly pictures on my Instagram. If you go back and look, I was I was gonna say I did some research again, Garrett. Uh, yeah. If, if you go to um, Steel Pig's Instagram page, which is uh, just look up Steel Pig Forge. It's all um, all one word, of course. Uh, it is a post that you made. You show a picture of the cut. Yeah. Uh, a post a post from February sixth is the one I found. Okay. Um, now, ladies and gentlemen, we, w- we want to let you know, uh, if you're squeamish about blood uh, or bodily injuries, I probably wouldn't take a look. Um, but looking at it, yeah, it almost looks like your forearm's smiling a little bit. <laughs> well, and, and if you see the later on pictures in with the scar, you know, I cut myself this direction. Well, they had to cut me from here to here to find all the tendons and the muscles that I cut. Because they immediately retracted into my forearm and up to my elbow. Yep. They had to go digging for stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! Now how is how is mobility now? Good to go. Fantastic. I've got about ninety eight percent mobility. So. Oh, dude, that's awesome! So you can you can still pick on a guitar if you wanted to. If I wanted to, yeah. Beautiful. Well, Garrett, um, our time's coming to a close, man. Um, Thank you for for being on the podcast again for checking in with us. Um, from time to time, I like to do this with with guests, have reoccurring guests, especially yeah. you, um, Garrett. Thanks again for sponsoring the podcast, man. It means a lot to not just me but everyone who who follows the podcast. Um, and other than that, if you want to follow Steel Pig Forge, check out steelpigforge.com. Check them out on Instagram at steelpigforge. Garrett, before we wrap up, man, anything you'd like to get out? I'm just really glad to be a part of this. And if, uh, you know, if anyone has any questions about anything, don't, don't hesitate to, to, to reach out and contact us. Heck yeah. As you can tell, Garrett's pretty easy to talk to. Just have him uh, have him chug a beer and chug a give beer him and another. We'll and right. Yeah, he's good to go. <laughs> um, Garrett, thanks again for your time, man. Cheers. Cheers. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Oh, that's a chair we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you fifteen percent or more." But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more.